All right, well, good morning. Welcome. No, it's good afternoon, isn't just it? Afternoon. Just, yeah, yeah, just right on the minute. Right on the dot. Good afternoon. Welcome to More and Stronger, episode four now. Um, this is a podcast that we started uh, really to encourage the church during isolation to continue to press on for Jesus, to be making more and stronger disciples of him. The mission continues even while we're in isolation. And we just wanted to encourage the church to um, to continue to grow, to see it as an opportunity for God to press the, f- the church forward. Yeah, We figured it would be a time when the church will either go backwards massively or forwards massively. And so we wanted to um, yeah, to do what we could to encourage followers of Jesus to continue to follow Him. And the main way that we're doing that is working through um, some habits, spiritual disciplines, ones that we kind of went through last year, one by one, week on week, that we might be building these into the rhythms of our life, that we might be just growing a bit week on week yeah. in following Jesus. But um, how's the last week of ISA been for you guys? Restrictions easing, things changing up a bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's been good. Uh, always things happening in the house when you've got three kids, you know. Um, uh, yeah, no, it's been fun. The kids go back to school one day a week this week. So that, yeah. that begins. That's a bit different. And the kids Anyone today? No. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday. But, but uh, one of my kids is by themselves... And the two other kids on the same day, so oh, they're feeling a bit so out slack. of it. No friends at school, don't mm. want to go, so that's that's hard for them. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but that's all right. Um, but no, things are going well. Um, How was your Mother's Day? Mother's Day was was good. So, as we heard yesterday, went a bit all out. With yeah, was, you had a three-day jamboree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the good thing yeah. that with that is that the more you do for Mother's Day, you get in return for Father's Day. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. Not at all. I don't, anyway, yeah, Ephesians uh, 5, to love your wife is to love yourself. So <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. biblical. Yeah. That's why I did it. No, it was pretty fun. I enjoyed cooking, so we made corn fritters on, um, corn fritter burgers, actually, inspired by you and what you said when you went to the general. You had amazing food. Yeah. And so I tried... They're not a sponsor of this program, no, by the way. Gonna, That's I'm just a free gen- shout-out. i general t-shirt on the other <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. But, um, but, yeah, in try to make corn fritter burgers and they were, they were a big success so we did that yeah. and then on the fr- uh, that was the f- uh, Saturday and then the Sunday breakfast in bed um, bought Katie an espresso coffee machine on Gumtree and then some head running headphones and yeah pretty fun time and um, and one thing as well that's great for, bu- <laughs> for building a marriage is a tandem bicycle. Yeah, yeah. I know what an idea. It's Who not in the Bible or anything <laughs> but <coughs> it's, a, it's a solid principle. Uh, it is. Uh, so the other day, my brother calls me and says, Hey, uh, Gav, I've got a present for you. I'm like, Cool. And then my brother, he's so generous. It could be anything. It could have been 30 puppies. Like yeah, it could yeah, have been. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It could have been that. And uh, my kids were hoping for the puppies. I was not because I'm allergic to them. Mm. So, anyways, I s- and I was th- the momentum was building. He was saying, We're going to come over. I'm like, Cool. When is this happening? Anyway, he calls me on Friday. He's coming in front of your house. I'm like, Sweet. Stand in the front of my house. And I see my brother riding down my street and he's riding <laughs> a tandem <laughs> racing bike. That's so, so he couldn't. So he rode all the way over to No, it? he parked his car in the street purposely okay. and then rode. Yeah. <laughs> ah, it's good. He's, he's a showman. And yeah. he, didn't, he didn't stop. He just kept riding past. Like he mm. just, like, it was a bit of a show. <laughs> and like he was, hey, he just kept riding past. And my kid how did like, he fit in his car? I don't know. I how, don't long, know. how long is it? Uh, it's, it's double the size of a bike. So I just think two bikes. Yeah. It's it's Back and it's been um uh it's custom made yeah and so we and it's a racing bike a race. isn't it's it it's not for mucking around no, like this 15, is serious years on it you can go so you can fast. compete with all the other people out there who have a yeah. custom tandem yep. so racing bike yep 
so I know that Jacob's keen to have a go with me at some point soon, and you know we can. Have wow, a that's a. Oh, I mean, that's a step up for your friendship, isn't it? You go to a whole new level once you tandem <laughs> bike together. Because <laughs> the question is, who sits at the back? No one's the back. Uh, yeah, well, no it's a power move, really, isn't it? No one wants sitting the, at the front. No one wants the back calling seat. Calling shotgun. You, you yeah. can't steer. All you you just pedal power. You're just getting. Uh, yeah. All you're seeing is someone's bum. You're in front accepting of you. yourself as the lesser friend at that point. You aren't really you? are. Yeah, yeah, anyway, my two. bike is up for high. If you'd like to come and hide or come for riding me. You know, I'm, we're in. So uh, it'll be a funny time. I'm not sure if Katie's keen to give it a go yet, but um, yeah, it could be. We could do. We could do more and stronger on the bike. Yeah, well, I mean, look, anything's possible. <laughs> but again, who gets to who gets to be Jordan? Who gets to be Pippin? You know? Ah, no, right? No one wants to be Pippin. Yeah, no it's all Pippin. coming back to that. <laughs> For uh, all the people out there who I heard, but I heard you—you uh, you were saying before you had a bit of a time with um, with a dentist this week, and you've um, yeah, it's all been happening. Man. I took I took our oldest to the dentist. Yeah, and I have the worst memories of the yeah. like. Sorry, sorry, Jackie, if you're out there listening, great dentist. Uh, and look, our boy did say he said Jackie is a great dentist. Okay, that's good. But going there, he had to get fillings, and like, and the, there's this thing <laughs> where she's like, if it hurts, put your hand up. <laughs> he's his hand up the whole time. I said, "Oh, you can put your hand down now, buddy." He's like, "It still hurts." Oh, he, he opens the door, walks in, puts his hand up. Just I know. <laughs> I know. Just thinking, like just thinking about the dentist. <laughs> he's just walking around like this. So that was pretty rough, and it took me back to my child. I just got, I got so many feelings. I still get feelings. I have yeah. to go to the dentist again soon. I get another feeling. It's the worst. Maybe you should walk into Jackie with your hand up like this straight away. Oh, I know, I know. Anyway, so there was that. But then it was also our 10-year anniversary. Yeah, congratulations, 10 Thank years. Thank you, yep, at our ISOversary. Ah, yeah. It, worked, it actually worked out it's pretty hard, good. Yeah. Yeah. So we, like, you know, obviously it was, like, normally, like, kids go to grandparents or something like that. But um, it was it was fun doing it with them. They got the day off homeschool. Okay. And then we went to the beach for an hour. Yeah. You know, just exercising, right? It wasn't hang- it was we're, Hey, we were moving the entire Good time. Job. No making well sandcastles, well, no, no lazing no. about on the beach, well none of that. Well done. And um, yeah, and then um, got Mel a present. Yep. I don't want to put tickets I on myself. This was pretty good. Uh, you went, but you, went, you know, I feel like I did pretty don't well. Don't expect much, but you I really know, went yeah. up and above. You nailed this, right? I got a, I got a photo album. Yeah. Which on its own, it's a crappy yeah, present. Who cares? Photo album. But. I went back over and I planned this from like February. Yeah. I got little Polaroids from various key moments in our timeline together. Yeah. And so on our anniversary, I gave them to her like this wad of photos and she had to work out what they were and put them all in order. From February? That's a good build up. You've yeah, really I know. Planned yeah, that. I had a few of them got before ISO and everything. Well and done. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, anyway, that's so look, good. it was good. It's good. But um, yeah, let's get we, on with it today. We are into our third habit of grace. Uh, we are No, fourth. Fourth? Yeah. Oh. Gosh, what am I thinking? Yeah. Fourth habit of grace, and it is stewardship. Mm. Um, to kick us off, one, what is stewardship? And two, why is it a habit of grace? Yeah, so it's obviously not like a word you hear a lot yeah. in like, you know, in contemporary dialogue. But um, but stewardship, it's something that the that, um, followers of Jesus have talked about for a, a long time. Mm. But the idea of being a steward is that you are, I mean, literally a steward is someone who just manages something on yep. behalf of an actual owner. So it's the idea that you are managing something on someone else's behalf. And the reason that Christians have used this term to talk about how we handle our finances is because our worldview is that God is a maker of heaven and earth. 
you know, um, Psalm 24, that he's Lord over everything. Yep. Um, and, um, and because he owns everything, we are just stewarding on his behalf in the way that he would desire according to his will, his yep. things. Yep. So as a Christian, you know, Corinthians 6, you are not your own, you were bought with a price. Yep. We belong to Jesus. So the way we act, the way we conduct ourselves, the way we manage our bodies, our relationships, our sexuality, our finances, all of that, we do as stewards. We're stewarding it on behalf of our maker and our creator. And that's how he has created us to enjoy yeah. um, following him and, and yeah. life under him. Yeah. And so the reason then we chose stewardship as as one of the formative habits is because it's uh, it's a it's something that you do every day. You steward your finances every single day yep. in you know, small and big ways. But also like it's a Jesus speaks about money almost more than any other topic other yeah. than like hell and sexuality. Um, but Jesus speaks on it a lot and he says, where your treasure is, there your heart will yeah. be also, yep. which means it's a habit that um, it doesn't just reveal your heart. So what you spend is you look at your bank account and you see where money is going. It reveals your heart yeah. and your heart's desires. Yeah. But it also has the power. When he says where your, where your heart is, there your treasure will be, oh, sorry, where your treasure is, your heart is also, it also implies there's another dynamic that actually as you put money towards something, you give your heart to it right. as well. So you can, it doesn't just reveal your heart, it actually shapes your heart. Yeah. When you spend on something, if it's in, in line with um, how Jesus wants us to spend, it means that we actually grow to be more like yeah. him. Our desires are shaped in his image. And then on the contrary, um, they go the other way. Yeah. It's that cool line, I can't remember who said it, it's a say it's Spurgeon, but there's nothing in all creation that God mm. cannot say mine, right? Mm. It's all that all Kuiper, close. Kuiper. Kuiper, Spurgeon, they're all, you know, whatever. Dutch guy for Cam out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, and it's not, it's not the German guy, Bonhoeffer, either. <laughs> no, there's no Bonhoeffer today. Oh, so wow. I'm really, sorry, okay. everyone's probably going to yeah. tune out now. Yeah, yeah. yeah gone. Uh, yeah, nothing in all creation that God cannot say mine. So we are mm. stewards of that. And I love that idea. You know, we're investing in something for the future as well, right? Mm. It's an investment paying forward. Mm. Um, thinking of stewardship now, that God has given us all, all the money in the world is His, that we are to manage that on behalf of Him in light of His glory and His grace. Thinking about now, times of, you know, uncertainty, uh, why do you think stewardship is so hard in this time? I think, like in thinking of it for myself and then imagining what other people are experiencing as well, I think the difficulty with it is, even if you came into this time with a pretty you know, formed biblical view of stewardship, yep. of how you handle finances, of generosity, of giving it away, of using your money for the kingdom, for alleviation yep. of poverty, all that sort of stuff. Even if you came in with that, there's been just the fact that the future is so uncertain mm. and your income likely, there's like obviously a few jobs that are probably going to remain steady and be unaffected, but, yep. but for many it just means things are just quite uncertain. Yeah, And so suddenly it just it just shakes up how you think about spending and you start to to think about your money in light of what's going to happen yeah and so i think that can just it just you know throws you off your game a little bit yeah um as you think about generosity then you're thinking well is this is this a season where it's wise to put more away or should i be preparing for a season where i don't have money coming up that sort yeah. of thing so i think it's probably you know knocked a lot of people off their kind of run yeah. but if you also came in with with a pretty just shaky sort of view of things or the way you manage things was kind of haphazard, it's going to be 10 times that in this yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, and it almost shows up too, right? Like I think it reveals our hearts of where do we find our security? Mm. 
Um, you know, I've been l- reading Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. Mm, mm. And I'm trying to meditate on that idea of if the Lord of all is my shepherd, my personal shepherd who cares, protects, who guides, then he will provide. Like he mm. makes me light down in green pastures. I think mm. it's a cool thing to think about and revealing what's going on in our hearts. Mm. Um, tithing. So this idea of tithing is a very much a church idea. Um, so maybe maybe tell us what tithing is. Is is it a biblical idea, and and should we do it in this time? Yeah. So the tithing the, the tithing idea was from the Old Testament that there were um, there was a certain portion of their income assets that were set aside yeah. to give particularly to the temple yeah. and the work there, um, and for the Levites who were set apart to sort of serve specifically at the temple. Yep. But as well as that, there are other offerings, free will offerings, yep. other festivals and things. So th- in, in the end, it, it amassed anywhere up to 30, 35%. Not 10% of off, I think tithing, I often think 10%, right? Yeah, but so, so that was the 10th was a, a principle that's yep. there. Yep. And it's quite clear from the New Testament, I mean, tithing doesn't get much of a mention, no. and usually when it's when it is mentioned, it's negative. Yeah. And it's um, in light of the Pharisees kind of using it as a... A way in which to demonstrate their works righteousness, yeah. that they tithe even their their herb garden, that sort of thing, yeah. as a way of sort of you know flexing on other Christians or other you know supposedly the people of God, yeah. saying we're the really spiritual ones, we're the really holy ones. Yeah. Um, but the the New Testament gives the principle of generosity. So Corinthians nine being like a a key one where um, the principle is that you are to set apart, um, you know, what you're to give in your heart. That it's that God loves a cheerful giver, so it's to be out of joy, but it's meant to reflect the generosity of the gospel. Yeah, and so when it comes down to practicalities, um, many people say like it's 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 best to think of the uh, of principles like tithing as a as a floor rather than yeah. a ceiling. The the Pharisees saw it as a set number that once you do that, you're a righteous person. Mm. But the principle of generosity is um it it goes up and down. It's you yeah. know it's um. Uh, as much as God has been generous, uh, we we are called to be generous, yeah. and so it's a um, uh, it's a, a different way of understanding it in the New Testament. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But um, but for you, in terms of uh, reading up on this sort of things, you've yeah. been loving Randy's book, <laughs> old mate Randy. I don't know why I find that any funny, but I just do. Randy yeah. Alcorn, Randy, the Treasure Principle. The treasure Principle. I think it's one of the most helpful books I've read mm. on on giving and stewardship and generosity. I would say though. I don't know about for you, but I'm sure for me, I find stewardship really hard. Yeah. It's because we live in a world where we are so wealthy, we find our security in it. Mm. And so I look at my bank account and I think, um, do I have enough? Will, I prov- will, will, will that be enough to provide my family? And so mm. it's really easy mm. to find my security and your worth and identity in a culture that mm. upholds that wealth mm. in things like money. Mm. And so when God says, be generous, and he even says, give all your money away to the rich, rich young ruler, right? Mm. Like you, you preached that the other day. That's confronting. Mm. That is really hard. I've heard it said the last thing converted for the Christian is their right foot on the accelerator, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and their wallet. Yeah. That's the last two things converted. Well, I think it's a, uh, I can remember reading, maybe it was like, I don't know, Keller made the inside or something like yep. that in his book, um, Counterfeit Gods. Like reflecting on Jesus' phrase when he says, beware the deceitfulness of riches. Yeah. You're saying it's not like other sins. It's not like, like adultery or murder. Like you, you yeah. know, if you're doing it, yeah. right? You like you, you might have got to that point or or deceived yourself to get there. But you know, if you have or you yep. haven't. But with when it comes to greed, there's not a set number no, or figure. Right? It's a heart issue. 
and yeah. and really it's up to the believer to set their own limits and to examine their heart right. and beware of the deceitfulness. So that, uh, yeah, it is. It's tricky like that. Yeah, for me, I, I'm all about like I'm, I don't like spending money. I'm about mm. saving, and I can be seen as being not lavish. But really, I got the same sin as someone who's spending a lot of money. Mm. We're just we're just shot in different ways. Mm-hmm. And so I know from my own heart, I find this really confronting when mm. I read Jesus' words on this. So mm. the treasure principle. Um, here it is by, by Randy Alcorn I think is really helpful um, has an amazing testament his story of what mm. he did with his money and giving his, his uh, way that he gives is pretty interesting um, but I, yeah I find it quite confronting and quite hard and I love what he, he has like you know uh, treasure principle keys um, they are God God owns everything I'm his money manager mm. and that idea of um, God wants my joy like he doesn't mm. and he doesn't want my money he wants my heart mm. And I've got to keep telling myself that, that God doesn't want my money. He wants my heart. And giving him my heart, my wallet will then follow. And he's out for my good. He's mm. not out trying to, he's not a, a stingy father saying, trying to pry it out of my hands. Mm. He's saying, I want what's best for you. And therefore, this is what I say what's best for you is to be generous. Mm. Um, he talks about my heart goes where I put uh, God's money. That's what you said. Heaven and, uh, heaven and, uh, and uh, the new earth uh, is not my home. Uh, sorry, is my home and not this fallen one. So that mm. idea, how do we invest for the future? Uh, I shall not live for the dot but the line for eternity and giving is the only antidote to materialism. I'm challenged by that mm, one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's one that's, you know, for me that I find quite confronting. Mm. And God prospers, prospers me not to raise my standard of living but to raise my standard of giving. Hey, catchy. that's a good, yeah, it's put catchy, that on a T-shirt. But, yeah. um, but I don't know, I find those things pretty helpful to think through mm. and his book unpacks all of those. And again, in a world where I think you're saying, I think one of the most hidden sins we have is, is greed. Mm. Um, uh, when you look at the church, and I, cr- you know, you've, I've heard stats before, and you know, I'm not sure where they get them from, but the average ag- average person um, in church gives you know three percent of their giving. Mm. You know, and I'm like mm. that, that confronts me. I know my heart can go there really quickly, mm. but God is after my joy and after my heart, not my money. So mm. yeah, mm. it's funny, even as you say that, the one on um, uh, and what was like the fifth one or something. Not don't live for the don't live for the dot at the line. Oh no, the antidote to materialism. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I really think even over this last period, as um, yeah, as restrictions have kicked in and uns- there's an uncertainty there, I it hasn't been first on my mind. Yep. Where could I be giving money away? Right. Um, where could I be alleviating poverty? Like, yep. Re- and like you know, there's there's some rightness to thinking through. Right, you you batten down the hatches for a time to work yep. out what is actually going to happen that I can steward this well and for the long term, but um. But really, that's not a permanent no. state to be in, and yeah. it's just it's it's not been something I've been thinking through over this period. I think you come back to that. I've got to trust that God is my good Father who wants what's best for me, and He says this is the way. This is the way to handle His money. Mm. Is actually for my joy and His glory. Mm. Do I believe that? Mm. And that's always what I've got to come back to with these issues: is do I trust Him? Mm. Do I see Him as my good shepherd? Mm. Um, so I, I personally find this really, really hard and say, well, it's easy to be generous to myself and it's easy to be a blessing to me, but how can I be a blessing to other people? Mm. So I'm, I'm confronted by this regularly. So mm. Randy Alcon's book is a really, really helpful book. Mm. I also think Tim Keller's got some Bible readings we've done. I think when we did the free series a little while ago. Stewardship devotional. Stewardship devotionals, which yeah. are really helpful as well, yeah. I think, to look at. And he mm. goes through certain passages in the Bible. Yeah. Um, they're all on our website, I think. We can post that up after this. Uh, which is really good. And your talks on free a little while ago, I think two years ago. Two yep. years ago? Yeah, yeah. We're really good. So I think um, it's always helpful to keep coming back to this and thinking, where's my heart at? Mm. You know, not just setting an amount to give the church and forgetting it, but actually keep assessing my heart. What is my heart doing? And God wants my heart. 
not just my money. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Well, um, look, for the last little section on, on this as well, tell us a bit about what's happening in um, missional communities to, um, to see no one left behind, to see missional communities continue to kick on. Yeah, I've been encouraged by the, uh, the Armsworth <laughs> MC. Yeah, I think yeah, they're yeah. doing a great job. I think Jordy and Izzy are uh, doing great things there, uh, really trying to include people, in people mm. will join. I've seen another, another vi- uh, a video they made, which was a law and order theme, apparently. <laughs> Um, oh, is that their group again? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, to, to make everyone sure they feel welcomed and plugged yeah. in. Um, so that was been really cool to see that happening. Um, yeah, we're really hoping as restrictions lift. Mm. I was talking to just Jacob the other day about this and saying, you know, I think their MC is thinking about trying to gather in threes or fours once restrictions lift and so mm. they can actually um, uh, have people over for dinner at their houses mm. and then uh, have a Zoom meeting just at four locations mm. and that's a really cool idea mm. and so you know four little host groups mm. of the one MC and they always join in for the Bible study part yeah and nice. you can even have a rotation have different types different you know one week at this person's house next week at this person's house yeah and start to you know we all know face-to-face is better than zoom right mm. and so I'm, I'm I'm encouraged to hear this sort of stuff happening going on at the moment I had a meeting with the 4 p.m. ladies the other day and they're really encouraged by people you know, tuning in and mm. um, and working hard because you know on Zoom you've got to work hard to engage. Yeah, it's not the same. It's not hey, easy, yeah, right? and yeah. you've got to focus. Yeah, it's easy not. To, it's easy to zone out. Yeah, and so and you can't tell if someone's zoned out or if their screen's just frozen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're not sure whether it'd be like, uh, sorry, am I boring you, yeah. or is that or like, are they actually? Frozen? Yeah, yeah. That's when you realize it's all gone wrong. You're like, oh, old mate's screen's frozen, and then they're all frozen. Like, actually, it's me. Yeah. I'm, I'm the weird yeah. uncle. Uh, so it's been cool to see people really plugging into that, and so uh, and the MC leads working really hard to do that. So as restrictions lift, we're hoping to have more face-to-face time. Yeah, um, I say pods. bring back the Sunday lunch, make Sunday the Sunday lunch, lunch great again. Yeah, make, make that Sunday a fixture lunch. in the week. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, yeah. But that thing we did with uh, with reorganise. Guess who's coming to lunch? Yep. That was a cool thing. So we're ready to roll that out again. We can got a lot of ideas now. We're just workshopping in front of you right here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're really keen to make that happen. I think that's going to happen more and more and yeah. gathering little pockets to, to watch stuff online or, or by Zoom. Great. Well, look, the next week, fifth habit is gospel fluency. So uh, yeah. sharing the gospel in every day in small ways and um, we realized over these couple of podcasts, we've talked about growing spiritually stronger because we said spiritually stronger, uh, no one left behind, missionally adaptive. Yep. Missionally adaptive is the one we've talked about the least. We're holding off to this yeah. final week. Yeah. So next week, we'll be speaking a bit more on that yeah. and, um, and sharing a bit about how it is over this next season. Well, you know, restrictions start to ease, but it's going to be a while before, yeah. you know, there are larger gatherings before life is, you know, resembles, I guess, what it was like before. Yeah. But the mission continues and there are opportunities to share Jesus in everyday life. Yeah. So we'll be amongst that next Next week week. at 12. Yes. We'll catch you all there for that. Great. See you then.